strange. And it's time for Strange Wines with host Tom Cap from Strange Brew Podcast. And this is Juan from the Juan on Juan Podcast. Let's get strange. Captain, do you think we'll make it through the Devil's Sea? I don't see why not. What about all those strange stories of all those seamen who went missing? That's all hogwashing. You said seamen. <laughs> then tell me, Captain... What the fuck is that? All hands on deck. Turn her starboard. Turn her starboard. It's too late, Captain. We're being pulled in. It's too late. Oh, God. Oh, no. What is going on, everybody out there in the strange universe? I'm one of the hosts of this crazy kooky podcast called Strange Brew, and my name is Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson, and welcome to another episode of Strange Wands, and who do we have here with us? Is his name Juan? <laughs> I fucking hate this podcast, but my name is Juan. <laughs> welcome back All right. to another episode. Yes. What's up, bro? What's going on? Um, I know I know. I was saying I was doing dry January, but I did two weeks. Um, I got a little bit of Tom, you have a problem, dude. I do. <sighs> no, it's whiskey. I don't know what this is. Dude, did you know that my oh, one of my neighbors died, bro? Scotch. What? One of my neighbors died two houses down. Uh, was it from no, something? <laughs> it, it, no, no, this is a true story. He okay. he slipped and fell, and then he had complications because he fucked up his spinal cord, and then he what? Uh, he, yeah, dude. How do you slip and fall? You guys don't have snow and ice. I don't know, bro. I mean, that's just that's how life is, man. Like when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. That is crazy. This is, se- this is the second person I know who's like fallen and and can't get, can't get up. <laughs> fallen and I can't get up. Fallen and and has passed away, dude. Like that's how that's how fragile life is, right? And yesterday was my dad's anniversary for his heart attack, and it just comes to show you how anything can like change your life in a split second. I feel kind of bad because he has a you know he has a young son. Yeah, and now he's gonna have to grow up without a dad. Now, man, he's dead, dead. Like he died. He, he's dead as fuck, bro. He's dead. He died from slipping on something. He, yeah, he on the eighth he slipped, went to the hospital, had some surgeries, and then had some complications after that. I don't know if it was that that you're thinking about, but yeah, who it, knows? It seems like everything is that, and they're trying to blame it on everything else that is not that. Yeah, I thought about that too. But I mean, I knew the guy since yeah. I moved in here. He seemed like a cool dude, but older guy. And yeah, man, that, that's all he wrote. And it's unfortunate, but it just comes to show you that, like I said, life's fragile. So love love thyself, love your family, and and just don't be a piece of shit. Be a good person and, and you know spread as much positivity as you can because we don't know how long we're going to be here. Tom, I told you that if we had issues with this dog, this, he's going in his crate. Down. He's going in his fucking crate. I fuck this bullshit. Welcome back to another show. We're yeah. going to be doing strange ones. The vile vertices, vortices, vortices. vortices, I was saying vortices, vortices and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> no, that's retarded. That's not how you say it. Vertices or vortices, whichever vortices. one, potato, 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 tomato tomato whichever which way you want to say it so let's jump right into it this is i want to say this is one i did i'll be honest with you tom i didn't know about the 12 vial vertices until i started looking into it i knew that there were different triangles around the world if you will or yeah. areas of high strangeness around the world but i didn't know it had an actual formal name so no, I knew of it in the, that's why I'm saying what a throwback. If you're, if you are a fan that has listened to, uh, since the beginning, me and Justin did a very drunken episode about the vile vortices. And this is when I was like, Oh, I would do research. I just write in this fucking rhyme book I used to have. And it was just the sloppiest writing. And I would just read off shit when I'm drunk and we would just talk shit. And yeah, that was actually, we did this way back in the day and then got cut pretty instantly because we were pretty loaded. And, but, um, you can hear it. I think I'm on the reptilian episode we're like oh yeah back to like when we talked about the portals and the vor- the valve vort- uh, for disease so we we have mentioned vortices, this bro is it that vortices vortices <laughs> well if you were drunk it's pretty much like you didn't do an episode so because didn't yeah. it get deleted yes it got deleted like like probably a week or two after nobody got to really hear it unless you were like a fan how many episodes have me. you done on strange brew uh 
all okay, all together, I think there's like 212 that are on there, but all together, probably like 230 from all the ones we've cut. Because it's just oh, at nice. the beginning, we we're just building up, testing the waters essentially on what this podcast was going to be like. And there was some that either really fucked up inappropriate shit was said by me or Billy, or we were just too loaded for the fans to really like it in the first place. What is too <laughs> inappropriate for strange brew i know i know um that's there's usually we have a gray line we usually say whatever we want but there is some shit that gets said that it's like ah, maybe too far i don't know what it was i just go through it i'm like probably shouldn't have said that (laughs) okay all right well it's good to know that you have a limit yeah i do have a limit let's jump right into it the most famous of the vortices being the bermuda triangle hundreds of people have gone into it only to disappear It started becoming popular back in the 1950s because of a series of articles published at the time with no rational explanations. It only fueled the enigmatic Bermuda Triangle or also known as the Devil's Triangle. And the public went wild with conspiracies surrounding the triangle. And that is the, the Bermuda Triangle is one of the first things that I started getting into. Obviously, I think the first the very first conspiracy I got into was Bigfoot. Right. I think that's yeah. like where everybody starts. <laughs> we all know about Bigfoot. We all know that there's something out there that is crazy and it might be like some, you know, what, what's that famous footage uh, we, we did? Oh, Robert, the, the Robert Pattinson. No, that's not it. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Isn't the, the guy from Twilight? <laughs> yes. It is called the Patterson footage, though, but I don't think his name is Robert. <laughs> yeah. So the Patterson footage. And so that was the first conspiracy that I got into. And then the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, more than 50 ships and 20 airplanes have vanished in the triangle in the 20th century alone. Flight 19 being the most yes. famous one. And it we will do, the- we will do a Bermuda triangle episode on its own because it is pretty thick. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And, no dude. And all these areas that we're going to talk about could be their own standalone yeah. episodes. Cause they're that, that it, deep. If it you hear deep. the barking, that is just my psycho dog, Charles Manson. So just, uh, just ignore that. It's all right. Nobody listens to the show. Anyways. So, <laughs> It was part of a U.S. Navy training mission led by the very experienced Captain Taylor. It was supposed to be a routine mission. So this whole 12 vile vortices idea started with Ivan Anderson. He was a professional biologist who founded the Society for Investigation of the Unexplained in Columbia, New Jersey. And he was set out to, quote unquote, pattern the mysteries by using the most sophisticated communication tech and statistical data available to him at the time. He wrote an article titled The Twelve Devil's Graveyards Around the World in 1972. And in this article, he plotted ship and plane dis- disappearances worldwide, focusing on 12 areas equally spaced out over this flat earth or globe, whichever yeah. fucking idea you subscribe, subscribe to, to <laughs> in which magnetic anomalies and other occurrences were linked to a full spectrum of strange physical phenomenon. So highest on his statistical priority list was the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. And its its vertices are Miami, San Juan, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. And I'm Puerto Rican, so. And you're you're close ish to Miami. Yes, yes, exactly. Are you gonna are you gonna take a you gonna take a canoe out there? I'm pretty (laughs) sure that I've gone over this area because the airport in Puerto Rico is in San Juan. So and dude, we can do an episode on on Puerto Rico because apparently there's some UFO sightings and shit there because it's got to do with this with the ley lines. So yeah, hundred percent ley lines could be an episode on its own. Yeah, too. yeah, one hundred percent. So the Bermuda Triangle was its highest on his list because and and the western tip of the triangle because this area has high profile of strange uh, events because due to its high flow of air and sea traffic. Yep. Uh, there are other lesser known areas with equal amounts of disappearances and space time shift occurrences. Yeah, they're everywhere. There's One like there's those like stories, too, of like um, people that have like gone into a place. And there's some of these happens in like even like Britain or something where they go there. They're walking around this town. Maybe they just got there and like a shift happens where they see people dressed in old timey outfits and stuff like that. And they're like frozen mm-hmm. in time. And then the people don't understand what the hell is going on. And then all of a sudden it like flips. Like I've heard stories about that in some paranormal books that I've read that you go into like this time loop almost where you don't, it's like a different time error and stuff. It can, it happens all around the world. 
So Sanderson believed that these area, these events were due to hot and cold currents crossing under his most active zones and causing electromagnetic interferences that would then affect instruments and vehicles. So because we always have this, it's got to do with the magnetism of the earth, yep. the Van Allen belt, all this stuff that obviously affects all these technology, right? This is why people have fears of these solar flares that could wipe, wipe out. all technology yes. out, right? Good. So the ancients, uh, I'm going to skip this part because we'll, we'll talk about it. But uh, later on, uh, most of these vortices are out in the sea, but there are some on land. Some conspiracies about these areas are that these could be possible wormholes or areas there are extraterrestrial bases well, I think this hidden guy, underneath. Yeah, this guy claimed that even Stonehenge is technically one. I don't have that on my list. Of the I know, which ones, is weird. The, but I have Easter Island. Yeah, no, Easter is Island. Yeah, yeah. They may, no, it's Easter. Easter Island. I think it wasn't uh, Stonehenge. It was, yeah. And right. who knows? Stonehenge isn't, wait, Stonehenge is not there, right? That's somewhere else. Yeah, you know, the, the one I was thinking of was Easter Island. I was like, a bunch of rocks. And I was, Easter Island's where the, the, got yeah. the rockhead guys, bubblegum yeah. from fucking. So more stick. rational explanations could be that these are areas of high electromagnetic energy or that they are hot spots on the ley lines around the world. My personal theory is that these areas are are where the veil is thinner, leaving room for the supernatural. I also believe that the ancients knew about these areas, hence why a lot of these ancient structures, such as the Pyramid of Giza, are built on or around these ley lines. Because yes. it's got to do with the ley lines. Well, yeah, you have the pyramids matching up with Orion's belt, which is exactly. where the reptilians live. Ding, ding. So these areas are all located along the planet's grid, five in the Tropic of Cancer, five in the Tropic of Capricorn, and the last two located on the North and South Pole. Together, they all form an icosahedron, which is a 20-face geometric form, and this is also linked to sacred geometry, but that can be a fucking episode. Yeah, it's, its yeah I, I started watching um, essentially a video all about the research that this guy did, and it is fucking deep. And yes. it's got a lot of layers to it. And they talked about even something about how we're like in a, like a crystal, it's like a crystal planet. And it's fucking, there's some fucking crazy shit in that. <laughs> so the North, we're going to start off with the North pole. The first of the vortices uh, we're going to be talking about. Uh, and this is one of the more tame, not because it hasn't had its fair share of strange occurrences, but because this area does not experience a lot of traffic and because no one lives there except for fucking Santa Claus and his reindeer. So yes, that's all. Yeah. It's crazy <laughs> that that's even one that the South, they said the South and the North pole are both yeah. part of the vowel vortexes. No, that's so what, in, vortices. I keep wanting to say vortexes. In 1845, <laughs> an expedition of 129 men disappeared. They were found 150 years later. I saw that from, too. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, dude. From the evidence, we can conclude that the survivors had to resort to cannibalism to survive. How we did that fucking oh, the, Andes the Andes survivors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some but none of them survived city. though, right? No, they had no, to revert no. to cannibalism, but they didn't make it. Yeah. They probably saw oh, some dudes so ass ate. So that's why they were like, oh, they, <laughs> they fucking ate each other. So some say that the lost city of Atlantis is frozen under here. Just how they do on some of the other vortices. Yeah. Uh, the flat earth and hollow earth believers say that there is an opening at the North pole that leads into the earth to the city of Agartha or Shambhala hundred percent place, a place where its civilization is one of higher consciousness and advanced technology. Others say it's a portal. You can't really hear that, bro. It's fucked up. <laughs> so others say it's a portal to another dimension or even the garden of Eden. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay. So, and I've also heard that because I, was it you that I talked to about the draconian constellation above yeah. and it's the map that the fucking UN uses and it's the, from the North pole. If you're looking down at the planet, yeah, there's different ideas, right? About garden of Eden, which could probably be its own episode. Also, all this stuff will lead into other episodes yeah. we can get into and stuff. Um, because it is pretty deep and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to touch on every single area yeah, do that. and, and because Everyone, why the fuck not? And another another theory is hi, uh, hyper, uh, Hyperborea, the yeah. the Greek place of the, the the gods as well. They say it's on the North Pole. It's this this continent that supposedly was there, but it's obviously not there anymore. So that the next one on the list is the South Pole, and Antarctica has a population of about four thousand people, most of which are That's scientists it? and researchers. Yeah, 4, and Nazis. People. There's like a million Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> so we need, we know about Admiral Byrd who led the operation high jump 
and where he claimed to enter hollow earth and battle Nazi mole people or aliens and UFO <laughs> crafts. And dude, there was this, this interview with Admiral bird that for the longest time I had it on YouTube. Yeah. When I've gone back to look for it, it's and gone. this is the interview where he says, yeah, where he says there are crafts that can go from the South pole to the North pole and vice versa at high rates of speed. And that's our true enemy. Yeah. That shit's gone, bro. Now they've taken, gone. they've taken down a lot of stuff. Obviously all of uh, David Ike stuff. I've seen David Wilcock can still get on there, but they took off a lot of his videos. They take off like everything. Now there's like videos. I, uh, there's one specific video I was looking for about the Illuminati and stuff like that taken down. Yeah. They, they don't want anyone to expose this stuff. That's why places like rumble is a little better, but they're trying to censor so, everything. If, it, if it's a crazy conspiracy, it stays up. So we have the accounts of Admiral Byrd, which was a, a no bullshit guy, right? This yeah. guy was a, a decorated general and he was, you know, a, a serious person. So we also have people who claim that the there are lost civilizations hidden underneath the ice of, uh, like Atlantis, which we see this all throughout history. And we have maps, these pre-1600, uh, 1600, <laughs> 1600 maps yep. where, where, they show Antarctica with trees and mountains and all this shit. And there's also, and you, I think you've covered this or we've covered this on the show, the pyramid shaped mound that yes. is in Antarctica. Yes. So that doesn't help as well as the secrecy the surrounding it. the area. They don't with let the, anybody with the go there. They let uh, no. Buzz, didn't they let Buzz Aldrin go up there? Is that who I'm thinking of? And Probably. And then go up there and there's, there's a whole theory supposed to me that took Buzz Aldrin to like the South fucking pole. Showed him. Who was the guy that he punched in the face, bro? Where he's like, uh, the moon landing was faking. He like fucking punched it. Was that Buzz Aldrin? <laughs> he punches the dude in the face. I think so. It was like a reporter. Th- he's like, Hey, Buzz Aldrin, da da da. He's like, the the moon landing was fake and the dude gets like super pissed off and like goes to punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, he has a right to, because I believe they faked the footage because they didn't actually want to show what was actually on the moon. Yeah, no, 100%. but they supposedly, uh, who, uh, I think it was Buzz Aldrin cause he didn't actually go to where, uh, they said he like they, that they actually mm. said, and they yeah. supposedly there's a ship that can shoot around the moon and it, you can see the dark side of the moon and it kind of, it's like a, almost like a tourist tracking you can slingshot back because you use the gravity of the moon and supposedly they showed him all sorts of different, uh, civilizations that live on the dark side of the moon. Check out me and Juan's uh, moon episode for that shit. Yeah. We did that shit a long time ago. So. With the Antarctic Treaty in place, the continent is off limits to any one country. It was proposed during the Cold War and the continent was to be set aside as a scientific preserve and yep. free of any conflict. You can't have any weapons on Antarctica because I wonder why. the government said so. So interestingly enough, H.P. Lovecraft's shout out to Anton. We're going to be doing an episode on H.P. Lovecraft very soon. His story at the Mountains of Madness takes place in Antarctica where human where human explorers come across remnants of a pre-human alien civilization. And this encounter eventually drives them to insanity. It also reminds me of my very favorite movie. Uh, well, the remake. I don't know about the remakes, but the thing, uh, the thing. That's yeah, one of my I gotta re- Wasn't that in Antarctica? Right? Uh, was, right? Yeah, I think so. I got to revisit that. I haven't seen it since I was a teenager, but I, it, the way you talk about it, it makes me really want to revisit it. I try to get Chelsea to rewatch with me. She's like, bro, I that don't movie, know. the, the 2000, I want to say, is it 2010 or 12? That make, that one was very good. Really? The, the remake was the, good. Yeah. Cause you remember the original, original one is black and white and they had no special effects and they don't show the thing until the very end. Yeah. The one in the seventies, I believe, or eighties, whenever the fuck that was, 80s. that one's good. And the reason I like that is cause I love the aesthetics of these, these movies where the special effects were advanced at the time, but not anymore. So it gives it like that vintage kind of, kind of, uh, you know, look to it. Yeah. And, but that one and the newest one that they made are both excellent. Yeah, And that was, uh, was that not John Carpenter film? I'm pretty sure. Guy made Halloween. I'm pretty sure he made the thing. I'm not 100 percent on that, so sure. can't quote me. But anyways, I think that is also in in Antarctica, and yes. that's one of my favorite favorite movies. So the next on the list, and I was going to say something else, and I completely forgot. The next on the list. Oh, oh yeah, yes. About H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. John was Carpenter. Said to be, John Carpenter. Okay. H.P. Lovecraft was was said that 
he was given remote viewing powers because of an entity that took over him eventually. Which, the same way where Edgar Casey said that too. And Edgar Casey he was able did the same to thing. describe certain areas and say certain things that like he knew about Pluto before it was discovered in the thirties. And HP? he said, it, yeah. And he, he said it was one of his, his characters in his myth. Bro, it's fucking crazy. Trust me. Yeah. That's pretty fucking so, deep. You know, it's the same. If you, you've heard of Edgar Casey, right? Yeah, 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 the, the clairvoyance Casey, yes, guy, or whatever. Yeah, he had that. That David Wilcock looks exactly like they. Yeah, he had premonitions yeah. about like Atlantis mm-hmm. and all this. We should crazy do an episode stuff. on him because that's He's, just interesting too. Edgar Casey's super interesting. So number three on the list, Mohenjo Daro. It is considered to be one of the first major cities in the world, believed to be established around the 26th century BCE in what is now modern day Pakistan. It is one of the most epic achievements made by the Indus Valley civilization. When it was discovered in the 20s, all throughout the city were skeletal remains of people in contorted positions, leading to believe that they died violently. So the Indus Valley civilization vanished without any trace. Like Kampai. Some, like some, a lot of other ancient civilizations. Yeah. And some, so check this, this, this gets <laughs> crazy, bro. Some people believe that they were wiped out by some other peoples, but there's a lack of weapons found near their bodies of these skeletal remains being 44 people that were found Interesting. and it debunks this theory that they were taken out by another nomadic group, whoever it may be. And it brings forth the ideas that they were taken out by disease, famine or natural disaster. But if and it was that, why would they be in this contorted positions? Because that wouldn't make sense. That's my next point. So we have, and check this out, bro. This is fucking wild. Bro. This is, this, this is going to get crazy. Okay. Author David Davenport wrote the book Atomic Destruction in 2000 BC in 1979. What was found at Mohenjo-Daro corresponds exactly to Nagasaki. He explains that what happened at Mohenjo-Daro was recorded in the Hindu manuscript called the Mahabharata. And this, it is described in this book, they describe an epic battle between two groups of cousins. And that's where you get Vishvarupa, Vishnu, one of his avatars, and he comes becomes the multi-armed form he goes for i have now become the destroyer of worlds when he was flexing to his cousin's army i was like you know what fuck you i'm gonna fuck you up so davenport ultimately believed that mohenjo daro's end was caused by a state of war between the aryans and the mongols and check this out (laughs) the area the aryans controlled regions where space aliens were mining minerals and other natural resources he believes since it was a mongol city the aliens agreed to destroy the city on behalf of the Aryans. They needed the Aryans King's friendship so they could, they could continue their operations. And it was home. So th- uh, in this story, according to Mr. Davenport, 30,000 inhabitants uh, inhabitants were given seven days to leave, but only 44 skeletons were found leading to the idea that some people did not heed the warning. They said, fuck the gods. We're not going to fucking leave. Fuck this shit. So, this is why he thinks that it was an atomic bomb, the one that fucked these people up. Yeah. Many objects <laughs> were found within the ruins had been fused together by heat that would have that would have to have had burned at least 1500 degrees Celsius. It's the That's same thing hot. that they said supposedly took out the dinosaurs. It wasn't actually a meteorite. It was actually an atomic bomb and they, the aliens set it up so that we could evolve and we could become their slaves. Sure. So uh, bricks were only melted from one side. And this makes me think about Egypt. Some of the, the, the statues in Egypt uh, are melted on one side in Egypt, bro. And there's glass in the sand in Egypt leading to this belief as well. That's why we have these epics of these gods, Zeus with his lightning bolt, right? All these weapons and shit because of this. Uh, And again, this is crazy. A skeleton brought to a lab for research had 50 times the radiation levels normally found in a human body. And the only known weaponry to cause something like this is an atomic bomb. bomb. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, that whole thing is fucking wild to me, bro. And like the Aryans and the Mongols and all this stuff. And it has to do with Tartaria. Like I said, all each and one of these places can be its own episode. Yes, so, 100%. Next on the list, number four of the 12, the Wharton Basin. 
It's located off the coast of Australia, and there's two vortices on each yeah, side. Yeah, which Australia. is crazy. Australia is in the middle of, like, yeah. paranormal activity, fucking high-scale shit. Fuck Australia. Yeah, they're, yeah <laughs> no wonder what's going on there now. The alien's like, we can't really help, man. We're not supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a lot of listeners from Australia for some fucking weird reason. Yeah, well, I, we, do, we do too, probably because they're stuck in their homes for half the fucking <laughs> time they're even alive. So, located... Off the coast of Australia, the vile vortex, this vile vortex had an 8.6 magnitude earthquake back in 2012. Mm. Okay, that's fine. But the size was unprecedented for an intraplate earthquake. So it's not at a fault line of two earth of two tectonic plates. It was on the yeah. plate itself, which is weird. Because, because it shouldn't usually... shift like that. Exactly. Yeah, I so, saw that too. That's a fucking weird. It is also the area where the, that Malaysian air flight disappeared in 2015. I was going to mention that. I, during this episode, I was going to mention that Malaysian air flight is that part of this because it disappeared around the same type of area. And yes. they, I thought they found it. Did they, did they even they find think pieces of it? They found sure? pieces of it, but they didn't find any remains of people, right? And they no, didn't find nothing. the whole ship or the whole And I mean, it's got to do with that show. Plane. You ever seen the show Manifest? No. So it's a show where these people get on a plane and I forgot where they're coming from, but they land five years later. Weird. And they had disappeared for five years. So their families. Why move does on. that sound so familiar? Oh, it was like no, it really re- big on Netflix. Um, I think it, it reminds me of um, Interstellar. How he leaves mm-hmm. and he comes back. Don't tell me because I haven't later. watched that movie. It's, like, I haven't. it's a little boring, but it's not bad. Yeah. So the the manifest show. These people land five years later. They were missing for five years. So their other families move on and then they have special powers after the fact, after coming back from this mm. flight. So That's again, it's got to cool. remember symbolism is symbols are the language to the soul. And this is why they make these shows. Cause they know about the shit that we're talking about. No, today. They the reptilians do. know about this shit and they, they study knew this about shit this behind before. closed doors. Like, have you watched they live yet? It's on Netflix now. They live. No, you never seen they live. You need to watch They Live, man. Is it a documentary or a show? It's a it's Roddy Roddy Piper. You know this uh here, I'll show you this this image uh for the YouTube listeners. Da, 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 da. When the guy puts on the glasses and he starts to see the world change. This consume, buy, obey. I haven't seen it, but I'll Man, it you need to watch it. It's so good. Yeah. So again, it's gotta do with that's why they put these things out. The Warren Basin contains deep fractures where tectonic plates meet and has a high degree of seismic activity and rare geological events. Yep. Another reason for this being that it is home of a fault line. So again, it's near a fault line, but it's not, you know, where the, where the earthquakes are happening. It's not on the actual fault line. I'll never be on the and side of hollow earth. I'm fucking, I mean, not hollow earth. I like hollow earth. I think that's legit, flat earth. but flat yeah. earth. It's just so all these things have to do with this planet. I believe it's a sphere. Or it's like an oval, like a donut. Sphere. So because of these rare geological events, it has piqued the interest of many scientists and researchers. And yeah. and the geological events, because I looked that up, I was like, why are they being so vague? It's got to do with like different things that happen, like as far as seismic activity and stuff like that. So apparently this area is prone more than other areas to have rare geological events being yeah. like that, that intraplate earthquake that I mentioned. So... Number five on the list, the Dragon's Triangle. And this is one of my favorite ones. Not my favorite, but one of my favorites. And we'll get to my favorite one here soon. The Triangle, which I was going to talk about at the beginning of the episode, but I didn't. This, the Dragon's Triangle is also known as the Devil's Triangle because it sits on the Devil's Sea. And it's located near Japan. It has an enormous amount of strange occurrences, one of them being UFO sightings. And actually one of the first recorded UFO sightings, which I'm going to talk about. The Devil's Sea has a bunch of weird shit going on yes. in general. Without yes. this like element of it, it has a bunch uh-huh. of weird shit. But what a badass name though, dude. The the Dragon's yes. Triangle. That's fucking sick. So mm-hmm. one of the one of these UFO sightings being that of Utsuro Boone in, in the early eighteen hundreds, one day there was two fishermen that they noticed a bizarre and extraordinary object floating on the water coming towards them. Yes, I know this one, yes. Seeing it wasn't under any apparent control, they went out to it and they towed it back to land. And 
they use modern measurements and they said it would have had to have been at least 10 feet high and twice as wide. Is this the one where the chick appears out of it? Yes. Yes, I fucking heard this so, shit before. It's crazy. It was split in two halves. The top half was made of what seemed like wood and the bottom more metallic. Similar Is that to weird the traditional, that wood? Yeah. Well, that's what they were. Again, it's the, 18, the early 1800s. Yeah, so that's what they were describing it, it as. Yeah. It, it fits the traditional flying saucer uh, description that we're used to, right? This this oblong kind of shape made out of thing. Yeah. So, so similar. Uh, so when the fishermen looked inside, it had some sort of windows made of clear crystal covered with strange bars and of unknown material. And there were also there were it, it was also covered in a fluid like substance. They described it as the and they saw on what, it. And on the yeah, <laughs> and on the inside, <laughs> can you imagine before they fucking just drop it like, uh, uh, yeah. just fucking just plant their seed on the earth, and then when the, and when it lands on the planet, it creates all these sea creatures, yeah. and that's why you have like the megalith and stuff. Weird uh, fucking offshoot conspiracy. <laughs> so, uh, so when they looked inside, they saw Megalodon what they described as strange writing on the inside walls, yeah. and. Otsuro translates to hollow while Boone translates to boat. So that's why they call it the hollow boat uh, uh, UFO sighting, right? And inside the vehicle, they noticed a bottle full of what seemed to be water and something similar to cake as well as a supply of meat. And they also noticed bed sheets and finally the young woman. This she is was, weird shit, bros. Yeah, in the 1800s, around 20 years old, red hair, and with a pink skin tone, they recognized that she looked nothing like them. And she wore is that clothes. A white, a white lady? They've never seen <laughs> yeah. white people before. <laughs> they wore clothes of material unknown to them. And during this encounter, this is where it gets kind of weird, if it's not weird already, she was holding on to what was a light colored box, and she was she was appearing fearful when they would approach it. So she was like, she was super scared. You know, it reminds, it reminds me of some like, uh, men in black type of shit from the movie. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. how the, you know how the, the one girl, she doesn't realize, I think it's the, I think it's the second one. Uh, the, uh, what's her name? She's pretty hot. Uh, she, she doesn't realize that she's actually an alien at the end. They take her into the ship and she has to leave. I haven't seen those in years, bro. Yeah. And it's the same kind of, to me, it's the same kind of idea where they sent this chick to earth and she she doesn't, yeah, she crashed or she wasn't even supposed to go to earth, but something happened. She ended up landing here. Uh, maybe, you know, the, the ship messes up and it's like thing is like closest planet, drop, 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 closest planet. Like, I don't know how much wood would stand the vacuum of space, but well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, how did she even get there in the first place? Or did she come from the ocean? from from hollow so check this out bro so so she had this box she was fearful and skittish when they would when they would approach it and when she spoke to them it was a language that 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 they did not understand yeah and there are varying accounts of this of this story but some of the accounts say that they simply pushed the craft back into the ocean (laughs) while others yeah they were like fuck you later and they just pushed her back into the ocean and others say that they just peaced out and they left her on the shore, allowing the woman to remain until she grew old. So, I've, yeah, and I've heard that too, where they were like, all right, well, you kind of freak us out. Uh, <laughs> you you look this skin color and you know what? Your eyes are oval. Why the fuck yeah. are your eyes oval? And they kind of right. just like push around. Fuck like this shit, I'm out. Bye-bye. And then yeah. oh, I've heard stories that she stayed in the area of the land and actually grew with the people. And I'm pretty sure they ba- there's some sort of movie that's based off of this or some show that I've seen. I, I can re- it's in my memory either like I've seen this or I've put this image in my head from learning about the story because I heard that she grew older with the people around the area and they kind of looked upon her as someone special and they protected her. Well, we could, again, perhaps dive deeper into that. I'm only showing this. But here's the thing, bro. If that isn't weird enough, underneath the waters here is home to the famous Yonaguni Monument, also known as the Yonaguni Submarine Ruins. And they have been dubbed Japan's Atlantis, and they're believed to be 10,000 years old. It is a submerged rock formation that some claim to be man-made stepped monoliths. 
but neither government entity, because it's be- it sits between like two islands, neither yep. government entity recognizes the feature as an important cultural artifact and therefore, therefore have not carried out research or preservation of the site. They have actually labeled the area a disaster area and it's to be avoided at all costs. Oh, you do not go are, over there. Don't go over there. You don't do it. <laughs> there are planes. There yeah. are whole fleets of ships that have sunken in this area. You no, know it's crazy. So they could have bombs and shit on them. Why this is why I'm remembering this. Uh, I think we may have talked about this when we talked about uh, strange mysteries of World War II with Billy, because we talked about how around this area in the Devil Sea, like um, during World War II, like J- Japanese ships, like um, um, like like just uh, military ships, like boats, were end up sinking. Something happened to them. They see UFOs. They go under the water, and th- nobody hears about them. They're just gone. They just yeah, disappear. Th- and, and and this sea, bro, it goes back to Kublai Khan that was trying to take over Japan, right? Yeah. And and, and, and that's Genghis Khan's. I think it's his his grandson. Yeah, his grandson. Kublai Khan is cra- that's a crazy. So story. yeah, that should he, be an episode. He was trying to take over this island of Japan and they kept being wiped out by things in the ocean. Mm -hmm. And that's why they call it the devil's triangle, because they believe that there's a, a, uh, I'm sorry, dragon. There's a, yeah, there's a dragon underneath the ocean here that was protecting them. Right. So there have been numerous UFO sightings, such as the one that we talked about with Otsura Boone, as well as USO sightings. So un identified submerged objects. objects. Yeah. So according to legend, winged monsters are said to rise from the, from the waves and take flight as well as sea monsters that come up to the surface and breathe fire. Well, man, Japanese folklore is some of the craziest folklore out there. Uh, we talked about it with Mitch way back in the day when Mitch was able to come on the podcast. He's got a kid now and stuff, but we talked about all that sort of how Japanese folklore runs so deep. And that's yep. why it does connect to some sort of reptilian esque, um, conspiracies because of they worship dragons in Japan and I think China and, they, and, and Hindu, the Nagas. Yeah. They do these festivals where they wear the dragons and the parades and stuff like that. And it all connects to maybe this kinship between some sort of reptilian entity that either, um, influenced their culture or was uh, part of it. Like they were kind of coincided. They were helping them or protecting them. Yeah. So this is one of the high, high, this is one of the, one of the most active spots uh, mm-hmm. for the unexplained phenomenon of the Tovao vertices. The next one being Hamakulia, and it's in Hawaii. Hamakulia? I'm cool. Yeah, Hamakulia. <laughs> a lot of strange and paranormal occurrences happen around this vile vortex, uh, uh, vortex, but most of them mainly focus around the volcano of Hamakulia. Yeah. Although the actual location of this vile vortex is off the west coast of Hawaii, out in the ocean. And the source of this vortex power is said to come from the Hamakulia volcano, which they pretty much see as a god. And that's why uh, some ancient cultures would do sacrifices and throw people into the volcano because they thought they were yes. using some sort of gods. Yes. And the lava from the volcano travels underneath the mainland of Hawaii and underneath the ocean floor to a place called the Ring of Fire. And uh, this is talking is about a- Johnny Cash's song about his asshole. Because <laughs> it burn, burns, burns the ring of fire. So you've heard that song. A, Please tell you for that. No, song. I have not. Bro. You've never heard the song ring of fire by Johnny cash. Brown Puerto Rican fucking listen to it. It's it's uh, it's funny. And everyone refers to it that he's probably talking about his asshole. Cause you know, you get the ring of fire from hot peppers. Uh, the ring of fire being a group of underwater volcanoes, whom all of which have their lava flow through this vile vortex. Isn't that crazy and how there is volcanoes in the fucking ocean that like is mind blowing that lava. Exists. I don't understand. How does that happen? That's why I don't understand how we are focusing on other planets when we don't even understand our fucking planet. No, we spend... Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to say that too because we spend all this money uh, voyaging into outer space, so they say. And I don't believe in flat Earth. I believe that they've already been to outer space many times and all this stuff and that they've been to other dimensions, but they they don't tell us anything. They don't want us to know anything that there's other people out there, other dimensions, other creatures, other aliens, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but the fact that we don't put enough research in to even explore our own oceans is mind blowing. 
Because there's things out there and there's things in the ocean that are you can't explain. Uh, they don't even want to put any money into because they know something's yeah, down no, there. That's why I don't. That's why we should just explore. That's, again, these movies, Pacific Rim. What is that about? About these yeah. fucking monsters that come in through a portal at the bottom of the is it the Mariana Trench? And they yeah. come through and they fuck all these cities up. So, well, I got, uh, did I you see that movie with Kristen Stewart in it? The underwater. Yeah, the other one what? Oh, what's uh Yeah, it's got like a Cthulhu fucking monster. Yes, that movie's fucking yeah. that actually movie yeah. was incredible because it shows mm-hmm. the 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 fear Is it Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Right yeah, it's uh, the anxiety and the fear of being mm-hmm. in these, you know, what what's worse? Like we've talked about being out in space or being in the bottom of the ocean. Being on a space station or being on a base on the bottom of the ocean is is just as scary either way you fucking take mm-hmm. it. So Numerous planes and ship have vanished in the area, and there is also strange electrical energy flows throughout the region. Rocks on the volcano randomly become magnetized, and compasses freak the fuck out in this area. Yeah, that happens in all these places. Compasses, yeah, for all, for all these reasons, the locals treat the volcano with the utmost respect because they think that the volcano is the one that is. Making all nice this happen. Nice volcano. A, Good volcano. Don't kill me, volcano. <laughs> so the next one on the list, number seven, the New Hebrides Trench. And this is on the other side of Australia. And this is a massive trench in the southeastern Pacific Ocean with depths of 25,000 feet. No, thanks. And scientists have discovered species of a very large eel, among other unique life forms here. And like those lower, crazy ones with the fucking light on their head and stuff. Yeah, and the, gl- the lower they yeah. got, the more strange that these fucking animals got, bro. There's like these fluorescent shrimp yeah. that were there. Yeah. It was like these little shrimp and they would, they were like light up. It's fucking wild. What was I saying? The deeper they went, the more alien like that these animals and fish would look. Yeah. And, if you, have you seen those, the footage of yeah. like all those crazy fucking neon? Mm-hmm fucking fish it's like mind-blowing yeah and 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 did you know creepy though too did you know that there are fish in the sea that live forever and there's a conspiracy that they're what they're spraying in the air is fucking everybody up because people don't live forever yeah that's why people in the bible would live for hundreds of years Mm -hmm. and 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 you had these kings like the the sumerian kings list where these these rulers ruled for thousands and thousands of years because they obviously didn't do the geoengineering that they're doing now no, back yeah. then because the technology didn't exist. I think they're suppressing everything of humankind yeah. to live longer, um, to be more spiritual, to be connected to Mother Nature. They're suppressing everything that would actually make us sustain um, mm-hmm. our humanity because that's really what it is because to be human is to be humane. And they're taking away all that. They want us to be angry at each other and divide and conquer. Fuck you, Tom. Yeah, literally all of it. So, yeah, fuck that dog. So... <clears throat> This spot is probably one of the least active vortices because there are no known UFO sightings, unexplained weather or unexplained phenomena because it hasn't been documented. So I'm not saying it doesn't happen here, but it just hasn't hasn't been been documented. Yeah. So number eight on the list, and we're almost towards the end, Easter Island. So this is one of the most isolated spots on earth to have had a human population. And it's famous for its statues there are 886 statues known as the Maui statues. Do you want, what, what do you think the statues are based off of? <clears throat> I don't fucking know, bro. Like, do you think that they're, you know, the facial structures and the way they look? Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's based off of some entity or creature or alien that they've met? Well, some perhaps. big ass forehead chinned motherfucker. Hey, remember that the the size of the head was to symbolize their hierarchy in society. Mm-hmm. Just how you have the Egyptians with the long heads, right? With these yeah. with these fucking uh, you have the but the elongated skulls the is fucking, supposed to be a real thing because they're hiding. Yes, all those it is. all those Egyptians that wear those fucking tall ass mm-hmm. hats. The Pope and yeah, the, the Pope hat is supposed to cover. Well, that's got to do with Dagon. The, yes. po- the Pope has to do with Dagon and the the, well, the fish, fish god. headed god. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's something completely that's a pagan god, but yeah, I think maybe perhaps it was some well, guy. Th- some that's why I like David Wilcock, man. G- give me a break. I like him. All of his I've read his books and they make a lot of sense to me. And if you read his books, you might understand the levels of why I do like him and why he does give you 
Um, he, he's the same way as a lot of other researchers are where he doesn't, he gives his own experiences on one hand, but mostly all of his shit is research that he's done by himself and base it on his own research where he claims that that's why we have, you know, the Pope hat and stuff like that. And the elongated skulls is because it's all connected because these people that were in power and the, the churches and the Jesuits and all that stuff, they were connected because they were hiding these elongated skulls that they had because they were actually entities controlling and puppeting certain things on earth yes so this uh, these statues were created by the rapa nui people and again uh, i put on here that the reason why they were built is a mystery but they were more than likely for religious purposes and the true enigma however is how they were built some way up to 82 tons and this primitive culture would have had struggled to even fucking move them let alone create them because yeah, and that's it, what I saw too. Is like they were like, oh, they could have uh, just used like pulley systems, like they claim yeah. for uh, uh, well, the pyramids. No, I don't think so. so no, and they're and, half buried too. Yeah, and then in the nineteen eighties, scientists tried to replicate how how the statues uh, could have been made using only the tools known to have existed at the time, but it only Almost proved impossible. to be literally impossible. Yes, and. Rapa Nui folklore states that the statues were animated by magic and moved on their own, which I can believe that, bro, because like I told you earlier (laughs) about the jinn taking over inanimate objects and in the Bible saying be weary of idols that need to be carried because astrology, the original intent of astrology was to be able to invoke a demon into an inanimate object and it would prophesy to the people. So who knows? The haunted, even next to everything, haunted dolls. Stuff yes. like that. Um, what's that called? Uh, a, a, to, a, tol, a tolpa? Is that what I'm thinking of? Or <clears throat> a tolpa? That, that's, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a like a mind being. A yeah, thought, the a same form. the same sort of thing. And yeah, that is that's fucking. It is. It's all connected. All these things mm-hmm. could end up getting connected. And um, yeah. Fuck yeah, topo is like a thought form where you can think of something that comes to. It's like chaos magic type of shit. Kind yeah. of not not really. But so they said that they were animated and moved by magic and they moved on their own. Oh, at a point, this is what I was thinking of. Um, so it, it, when they claim the pyramids, this is what maybe could be used for Easter Island is they claimed during, um, the pyramid, uh, the structure, this is a conspiracy, but it's, it's one that is somewhat believable that they said monks or some sort of, uh, religious people used hymning, used vibration, like, we've talked about this before where all of them go at the same frequency and they were able to levitate objects. Supposedly people in the 1800s, um, some researchers and scholars and stuff saw monks use hymning, homing or whatever they want to call it, like home to actually levitate and move objects with their vibrations of their voice in a succession. So So there's like a hundred of them doing it. Cymatics, where the he- the Hebrew vowels, if you were to hum those on like a, a piece of uh, like a, a plate covered with sand, it forms the vowel on yeah. the actual plate. So fucking nuts. It's got to do with Tartaria and all this shit. Yeah. If I'm like gonna believe in some like okay, aliens isn't easy believe. Like I guess in my point of view, easily uh, to believe that aliens could have helped construct certain uh, monoliths on Earth um, or structures. But also the idea that if it is physical, that it could be something like someone using vibrational. Uh, of their voice well, like and the vibrations ancient, ancient tech that we don't know about today that the ancients knew about so yeah. it's got you know they knew how to do certain things and unlock certain chakras perhaps and they can do certain things with their voices and their minds that, that we, can't we can't probably do. do today but they were able to do back then 100 percent suppressed that's what yes so there are theories that the statues were created by aliens or influenced the rapa nui people to create them and i saw this video on youtube i don't know if you've seen it where they're walking the statue like back they were rocking it back and forth with two with two sets of people on each side yeah and they were like you know like oh like that you know fucking tugging it and they they fucking (laughs) were able to wobble it into place uh with again with just ropes so 
But then how you said they're buried, how far down are they buried? You know, that's how they, the fuck, I thought they dug out like one and it took them like fucking days, if not weeks to do. And it, they're and it's half the fucking the, middle of nowhere. In the middle bro, of how nowhere. did people even get there? And half of the, I think like there's a body to it. Everyone's like, they're the Easter heads, right? But if you keep digging, they actually have bodies to them inside the ground, which makes it even more unbelievable that just humans create this out of their own um, in, uh, intuition, like in, in their own initiative that they created these things. It's it's not believable. It isn't. My f- my friend Ryan Burns, shout out to Ryan Burns from Here Paranormal. He talks about, I forgot what he calls it. He calls it, geez, uh, earth technologies or some shit. When you're able to put certain stones and certain, uh, uh, you know, uh, patterns you're able to call on to entities and do certain things in the world which again has to do with the ley lines which a lot of this stuff has to do with the ley lines because this is along or near a ley line yep. one of the major ley lines in the grid of the of the world so nonetheless if they use ropes or not this place is fucking fascinating and it will continue to be so because we're never going to know what happened here no. so the next on the list number nine and my favorite the South Atlantic Anomaly, right? And this is my favorite because this place is fucking wild. So the South Atlantic Anomaly is a place where natural radi- the natural radiation of the planet is out of control. This is because the Earth's inner radiation belt or the Van Allen radiation belt yeah. actually <clears throat> comes closest to the surface of the, the globe, right? Or flat Earth, whatever. So... This leads to an increased flux of energetic particles in this region and exposes orbiting satellites to higher than usual levels of radiation. And it is of great significance to astronomical satellites and other spacecraft that orbit the Earth as they have to pass through it periodically, exposing them to several, uh, several minutes of strong radiation. The International Space Station requires extra shielding to deal with this problem the hubble telescope does not take observations while passing through here because it doesn't work (laughs) and it is it has caused false alarms on the skylab apollo telescope uh uh, mounts solar flare sensor when it's passing over here so it's sensing like a solar flare when it's actually not Mm -hmm. astronauts are also affected by this region it is said to be it is says it is said to cause the peculiar shooting stars seen in the in the visual field of astronauts, an effect termed cosmic ray visual phenomenon. And it, it goes, bro, this is so crazy that some astronauts also reported that even with their eyes closed while they're looking at this area in outer space, they still see lights, bro, mm-hmm. because of the radiation <laughs> that yeah. particles that are shooting into their fucking eyeballs. So people avoid this area when they're on the, in the space station, right? But if you're orbiting, you, you can't fucking do anything about it. So failures of various satellites have been reported due to this, uh, to this region in 2012 space, uh, SpaceX's CRS one dragon spacecraft experienced a trans, uh, transient problem as it passed through here. And NASA says that some of their computers crash in the space stations or space shuttles. Might when be the only time they tell you anything true. Yeah. So uh, Japan's most powerful X-ray observatory had its gyroscope disabled and it fucking lost control in space, bro, for I don't know how many hours and they couldn't control this it. This is why I'm wondering how they get all the satellites up there because as much as they can tell, there was literally millions of satellites uh, that are watching over us that literally just go around the earth and there's a website, uh, you, I don't know what it is now, but you could track all the satellites and there's millions out there and you can see them and there's almost fucking, there's almost as much satellites as there is people in the United States. Like it's fucking crazy. Like there's so many out there. Is there, it's not that many, bro. Come on. It don't is. Don't fucking exaggerate, Tom. And it's, no it's, way. No, it is. I've seen video footage of it. You see them all correspond. They're going around the globe and it's fucking wild. And also some of it is space junk too, but you yeah, can see, junk. you can see it floating up there. And okay. So that's what I'm saying. They, they care so much too about fucking polluting the planet and everything they say, oh, blah, blah, global warming, we're fucking up the planet. Meanwhile, there is millions upon millions, I think, of satellites out there that are dead, uh, that don't work anymore, that are just sitting there floating in the atmosphere and just going over and over again. 
Have you seen that Netflix? I think it's a movie where they collect space junk. What is it called? I think it might be a Korean movie or a show. I'm not they, about that. Like, I'm not about so. that fucking shit. I can't. I don't want to. It's like a cowboy. It's like a cowboy. Well, you put the. I, 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 I do the dub. Aliens versus cowboys. That's no, it's got to do with Cowboy Bebop. So, the uh, so this has caused a lot of spacefaring nations a lot of fucking money, billions of dollars in damages. And I think this is the Earth's way of saying fuck you, right? No, it is. Like, hey, you're fucking it up. So, boom, I'm going to take this satellite out. Fuck you. A French Airbus 330 disappeared without a trace while flying near the anomaly. And some believe this area to be a door to another dimension. And again, I mentioned shadow uh, shows like manifest that talk about this type of shit. And it's wild to me because the whole idea that the government knows about areas like this or is informed of areas like this around the (laughs) world is fucking crazy. bro. And they don't do anything or say anything. They just don't, they don't want anyone to know about, uh, how Jesus Christ, what's going on? They don't know. They don't want to admit um, how many things that correspond with all these anomalies. They don't want human beings to know. They don't want the mass population to realize there's a lot of strange shit going on all mm-hmm. around the earth in different places that lay on ley lines, and they don't want to expose any of it because then humans might realize that they are part of something much bigger and crazier and. And they all they want to do is just repress every information that might expose their agenda and that might wake humans up. That's what I think. Yeah. So uh, number 10 on the list, the Algerian megaliths, Uh, the the ancient monoliths are a burial ground located in, in northwest Africa in the Sahara Desert. Created by the Zing Empire, little is known about the civilization because they all they existed 15,000 years ago. The ancient ruins had to have been built by a technologically advanced civilization because they're they're fucking they're, it's it's the uh, the place is massive. Yeah. So, uh, planes that fly above this area disappear. Electronics freak out, and those who visit say that there is an aura of darkness about it, and it might have to fucking do with all the dead people that are buried <laughs> there, right? Yeah. Uh, some say that there is a curse from the dead that reside there. It gives people anxiety and they had these, these sense of dread. And again, it might have to do with all the fucking dead bodies that, that are buried. Well, there. and I think some of these places, uh, and what happens there too, who knows the imprint of what it had from say, whatever crazy conspiracy, say there was a war there between certain entity entities or creatures and they're fighting each other off. And, you know, there's just this, this, structure of like complete negativity and man this is fucking pissing what is happening out there my cat's freaking out and the dog so we're almost done in the past people who have had traveled into this area have disappeared and some say that they were victims of the jinn disrespecting or messing with any of the monoliths monolithic burial grounds is said to bring bad luck and an early death so Number 11 on the list, the Zimbabwe megaliths built around. Wait, I got a question. What do you think about the jinn? Do you think, I think there's some sort of reptilian being, uh, that they're categorized as some sort of entity or genie, right? That causes Mm -hmm. bad luck on people. But there is theories, you know, they, they are made of smokeless fire and all this stuff. I think that there's something to do with them and the reptilians. There's some sort of dark entity that either is the reptilians or mm-hmm. like the reptilians. Yeah, I think that they, they might be messengers to go out and do the dirty work for them. Yeah, like they the just grace. fuck with people. Yeah, that's true. Right? They they fuck with people and they just let them do whatever they want in the meantime. Like, hey, as long as you get your job done, you can go <laughs> fuck with Tom yeah, and you know true. be part of some some lamp that he's gonna rub and fucking yeah. jerk off to. You know, <laughs> so. Number 11, the Zimbabwe megaliths built around 900 years ago. The entire complex spans almost 1800 acres. That's fucking huge. They said it took approximately 300 years to build and was the home to a population of 18,000 people. But all of a sudden, the entire settlement disappeared and was abandoned. Dun, dun, of course, dun, they did, just like the lions and everybody else. So, yeah, exactly. Researchers have tried to find answers to the, why, why this was, but have not concluded anything concretely. Just like 
other ancient civilizations that have disappeared, we will never truly know why or how this happened. No, but like, again, it will never happen. Uh, what's the uh, the Incas? The Incas disappeared. The Mayans, the Incas, the Egyptians, the fucking well, the Romans fell. But a lot of different civilizations all throughout history just have disappeared, some- and they they always try to put some. Um, I don't know, physical aspect onto it where they're like, they died because of disease yeah. or, or something like that. But yet we can't find um, a mass grave anywhere. We can't find all the, we can't find things that would actually propose that they did die from disease or whatever they claim or um, another, like you said, nomadic society coming in and taking them over. It doesn't make sense. That's why I think they were able to vibrate to a certain frequency and just take off out of this dimension. Yeah. And I did a a podcast episode yesterday where they proposed, I had never heard this before, where the, I forgot the name that he called it, but these areas where where they're able to transcend through through were clogged. And that's why the Egyptians would prepare their bodies because later on they would be huh. able to pass once everybody was able to. So again, that's it, a very it caught, yeah. Well, it kind of ties into the idea that the, maybe the reptilians or some sort of dark entity has a web across the earth, and then you mm-hmm. just keep reincarnating here over and over again because they don't want you to. They don't want to exhume your soul or um, use as energy just once. They want you to keep coming back here so they can use your soul energy over and mm-hmm. over and over again. So it makes uh, a point that maybe the Egyptians did this on purpose because it w- enabled them to maybe pass through that web or that barrier that allows them to reach another universe, dimension, or planet. Yeah, so I saved the best for last. Yeah. The infamous Bermuda Triangle, number 12 on the list, and final vile vortices. But you do think also- we should get into it, uh, its own episode, right? Yeah, I'm just going to touch on the light stuff. So also called the Devil's Triangle has claimed countless ships, planes, and even entire fleets that have all vanished without a trace. Many people venture into the triangle, never to be seen again. 100% and ships, so planes, we covered, everything. Yeah, we covered Flight 19 on December 5th of 1945 off the coast of Fort Lauderdale, Florida <laughs> during a routine U.S. Navy training flight. And there was a report by the Navy investigators that concluded leader Lieutenant Charles C. Taylor mistook small islands off the coast of Florida for the Florida Keys yeah. after his compass stopped working, resulting in the flight heading over open sea and away from land. Now, this report was later amended to read cause unknown to avoid blaming Taylor for a disappearance of five aircraft and 14 men. Didn't he think it was turtles? I feel like I've read something where they thought they were like giant turtles and then they got closer. And, um, Oh, I I swear there's something I read about them thinking they saw islands and they went closer and then it resembles some sort of tortoise. Oh, who the fuck knows? It might be the, the, the the back of the great tortoise of the world that we're on. So, uh, there was the five aircraft and 14 men disappeared. And then there was a fucking search plane that was sent out after the fact, which also disappeared, but was later concluded to be attributed to an explosion. Yeah, Even recently in May 15 of 2017, a plane vanished in the triangle carrying the CEO of Skylight Group, apparently Fuck some him. famous CEO. Some say these vanishes are because of an uh, anomalous form of methane gas, and sometimes it becomes so foggy out of nowhere, making it impossible to Tube see. Gas. My favorite theory is that the aliens living in an, uh, that there are aliens living in an underwater base. Some claim this area is a portal to another dimension, and of course, you have the group that claim that this is the site of the lost city of Atlantis, and attribute the phenomenon to their crystal technology at the bottom of the sea. So essentially so, they're, they're, you don't, we don't really know. We never will really know, but the, it, no. tying to aliens, I'm sure the government knows. Yeah. The government knows tying to aliens makes sense. Uh, but also Atlantis could make sense that there's under, uh, underground or underwater civilization. And maybe like they must have technology that we don't have. So they have 100%. some sort of vortex that essentially, and these people, who knows where they went, but their plane could have got trapped inside this vortex. And right now they could be living with the people in Atlantis. They could have been like, well, now you're here. Um, you know, we set this up so you guys wouldn't actually enter. Almost. It sounds like weird. Um, yeah, we will know when it's too late. Uh, well, uh, like, you know, so but there, there is another story, Tom. And you we know, like Wakanda, you know, like Wakanda, 
You know, yeah. that, you know how you, they just you can't see it, and all of a sudden you pass through this vortex, well, and you're in Wakanda. It's the same kind of here's thing. Here's the in thing, my bro. Idea. There's another story where some guys landed on an island, met some people on the island, and then he had a wife there. Everything lived there for a couple of months. They sacrificed his girlfriend. And what? they told him to get the fuck off the island. And then when he got off the island on a boat, the fucking island disappeared. Okay. It, there's and think about all so, the movies and all yes. even, even shows, but a lot of movies that show this idea of that these islands are there and then they disappear. Nobody like, knows. You sacrifice my piece of pussy. What yeah. the fuck? What the fuck do you think so, you're doing? So again, we can dive into that. That's all I got. That's uh, the strange Juan's iteration of the 12 vile yes. vortices. And if you value your fucking life, stay the fuck away. hundred percent. hundred percent. All right. Well, yes. Yeah, no, no, honestly stay tuned because I'm thinking we'll maybe do this towards the summer or something like that. where you might get into Bermuda triangle on its own because I want to go into the detailed versions of these stories surrounding the Bermuda, uh, the Bermuda, the Bermuda triangle because it is so famous and so infamous at the same time that I want to get into this on its own episode because there is so many disappearances that take place. A lot of weird conspiracies based on it. And I think it would be good to tie into like we've even talked about um what's the triangle we talked about uh the the bridgewater triangle the bridgewater triangle is one of these that are supposed to be on land though the same yeah. way that easter island is part of that type of um vowel vort, uh, vortice that is on actual land a lot of them a lot yeah. of people contribute this to right like you got the Bermuda triangle got the devil sea you got the ones outside of australia you have all these there's things the that minnesota connect. triangle the michigan triangle yes. there's a bunch of different ones bro all these things that lay in place on certain uh areas that paranormal activity um ancient uh native Big burial foot. grounds uh creatures paranormal creatures yes like even mothman could be associated with uh one uh, i think it's the um, the triangle we mentioned near Massachusetts, Massachusetts, but all, you know, all these places coincide with each other. And there is many places on earth that we have no idea what goes on there. People keep denying it and keep saying shit until you go there and you experience these things for yourself. There's a reason. Well, who was the president, uh, Theodore Roosevelt that yeah. implemented the, the natural parks fucking law yes. where you can't destroy this land. Why? What is he trying to protect? Yeah. Is he trying to protect the entrances to hollow earth? Is he trying to protect portals? Is he show, what is he trying to protect? Because there's acres and miles and miles of land that the government said, Hey, like Antarctica, you can't yeah. fucking go here. Because, oh, just because. I you know, think what, uh, you know, and you should you should get into a little more David Wilcock, but you should look no. at look up David Wilcock talking about Antarctica. It is very interesting. Supposedly, they have found uh, mummified skeletons of aliens. They have found um, structures. They, inside of, like, a fucking, um, a massive, like, mountain, they have found, like, beings and stuff fucking inside cat, of these. Bro. I know, these goddamn cat again. Leia, what? It's that goddamn cat again! It literally is. Um, but yeah, make sure to stay tuned because we will be getting into that. Um, I'm sorry for uh, some of the interruptions on the stream. All this stuff will be edited out of the audio. Uh, but yeah, it is uh, It is a, a crazy place. And this will... It, this kind of leads us into other episodes. We will eventually talk about the, the ley lines. We'll talk about the Bermuda Triangle. And we'll actually talk about other places that have par, par, paranormal activity that are based around this too. Pepperoni activity or, yeah. or par, paranormal. Yeah, buddy. All right, you know yeah, where to follow so, yeah, us. That's all I got. You know where to follow and, us. Uh, Hell Fauci and yes. stay safe. And www.strangebrewpodcast.com. You know, now we have fucking Twitch, Strange Brew uh, TTV. Anton is uh, Invader Daggett underscore TTV. But uh, yeah, check all our stuff out. Uh, you can find us at YouTube. Uh, subscribe to Patreon. There's a bunch of fun stuff coming out on Patreon. We have live streams with me and Anton. Live streams with me and Anton and Juan. We're doing like fun horror games. There's a lot of stuff coming out of the woodwork this year uh we have a lot of ideas and we have a lot of stuff coming and i'm super excited for it i'm here for it and you better be here for it (laughs) all right peace peace